You are listening to the Steadfast Life Podcast with Jake and Witt, where we take your questions and offer our answers. We're here to give you what you're looking for, whether that's value, entertainment, or just some laughs. Plan, execute, evaluate, adjust. It sounds so simple, but there are really so many nuances to this concept and it can be so powerful the more you dive into it and break it apart that it becomes one of the cornerstones of the entire concept of our coaching. And what I want to do today is I want to dive into a facet of the execution. There is a concept in sports and athletics that's called having a game you can trust. And what this refers to is being able to know that your body will do what you need it to do in the moments when you need it to do it. (laughs) And it's not really this breaking down of all the mechanics. It's not getting analytical. It's not knowing the perfect form or, or technique. It's just trusting that your body will be there for you. That when you need to make that big play in whatever sport that you're playing, your body's there. If you imagine some sort of an NBA game where someone's got to make a three-pointer, buzzer beater kind of a shot, that athlete is not thinking about having their elbow high. They're not thinking about their jump, planting their feet, setting their feet. They're just thinking, I'm ready. Give me the ball. I'm ready. It's my time. Ready, go. It's just, it's very broad. It's very meta, right? They're in this place where they're just trusting that their body's going to do what they need it to do. Now, I've had a lot of coaches tell me in moments when I was in a pressure situation that maybe seemed to be a bit nervous, Jake, just relax and trust your game. But I was under a misconception. I thought that the key to trusting your game was to get enough reps, enough reps. That's what's funny about it. That if I got enough reps, if I practiced enough, if I paid attention to my mechanics, if I analyzed my game, if I went over the video, if I had coaches give me feedback, if I did enough, then I could trust my game. I would somehow earn trust. My game would earn trust, right? To be able to show up in this moment. Now there's some truth to that. You're going to want to have a foundational capability. However, There's not enough money to ever automatically make you feel secure and you'll never lose enough weight to automatically make you feel beautiful. There's not enough education. You can't take enough classes or get enough degrees to automatically make you feel like an expert. There's not enough validation you could get from your spouse to automatically make you feel loved or or lovable. And there just there aren't enough reps to automatically make you feel confident. It turns out that this trust that's spoken of in trust your game is a feeling. And like all feelings, they're not caused by enough reps. They're not caused by action. They're not caused by events or circumstances. They're only caused by our thoughts. And that's why you've probably come across people that have a tremendous amount of confidence that's not backed up by their reps. Somehow they got the confidence, they got this ability to trust their game without doing the reps because there's no enough, there's no magic number. You may have done more than them, but they may have more confidence than you. And so you can see that that we can separate these two ideas of action and feeling and instead there's some sort of thinking that goes on there. So when I think about 
the moments, for me it's in volleyball, when the opponent's gonna serve and I'm gonna pass and this matters, the, the match is on the line, they're three points away, I know all three serves are coming to me and I've gotta pass these balls, it's very um, lonely, it, it feels like very a, sol a solo action, right? No one can help me, I've got to show up and, and perform, I've gotta show up and reach my maximum potential right here. And I don't want to be thinking about an early platform. I don't want to be thinking about having my arms out. I don't want to be thinking about moving my, my feet. In my best days, when I'm doing my best, what I'm thinking is I'm ready. I'm thinking uh, I, I deserve to be here. I'm thinking this is fun. I'm thinking I love volleyball. I'm, I'm thinking these ideas that really don't have to do with the mechanics or the skills. They have to do with this belief that it's going well, that it ends well, that it's gonna go my way. It's a really nice belief, this, this goes my way. Now, of course, the skill of playing your sport matters. The skill of serving your clients well, the skill of choosing what food you're gonna eat, that stuff matters. But it's just that there's another skill that's involved. It's this skill of choosing where you're gonna focus. It's the skill of choosing which thoughts you're gonna give your energy to. It's the skill of believing that it's going to go well. And this skill needs reps also. So when I'm building my athletic skills, the skill of like actually playing this game, there is this analytical mind that takes over, a training mind. And it's evaluating and it's judging and it's looking at my mechanics and technique and, and it's sort of breaking this all down into these pieces, into the how we refer to a lot. But there's this other part of my mind that I'm training to be optimistic, that I'm training to believe that beautiful and amazing is around the corner. I'm training, training to believe it will probably be okay. I'm training two kind of sets of skills. One is the mechanical actual actions of performing this task and the other one is really training this mindset, knowing what it feels like to be in this mindset, recognizing when I'm in and when I'm out of this mindset that things are gonna go well, this trusting your game mindset. So the question is, how do you know which one to work on? Because you don't wanna have all mindset, no skills, and you definitely don't wanna have all skills, no mindset. And so how do you play this out? Dr. Bob Rotella explains it like this in his book, Golf is Not a Game of Perfect. So I'm gonna read this to you so that I don't mess it up. The trusting mentality is essential for getting ready to play competitively. If you want to be able to trust your swing on the golf course, you have to spend time doing it on the practice tee. Human beings are creatures of habit. They cannot, as a general rule, spend all of their practice time in training mentality, then switch to the trusting mentality for competition. Under pressure, an athlete's dominant habit will emerge. An athlete who spends most of his practice in the training mentality will generally fall into the training mentality when he least wants to, when the pressure is the greatest. He will start thinking analytically, judgmentally, and mechanically. He will not be able to trust his swing and just let go. The dominant habit is the one that an athlete practices most, therefore, you must spend at least 60% of your practice time in the trusting mentality. He goes on to say that the closer a player gets to competition, the more practice time he must spend using the trusting mentality. A player preparing for a tournament should hit 70 to 90% of his practice shots in the trusting mentality in the last days before the competition begins. So Dr. Rotella is referring to this trusting mentality the way that we refer to acting in belief. 
It's a real big deal when you're going after your weight loss goal, you're trying to repair your marriage or you're trying to build your business is we get caught in this, but I don't know how. I don't know how. Am I doing it right? Am I doing it wrong? We ask questions like that, which they're not bad questions, but those are training mentality. Those are, those are evaluation questions. Those are, those are looking at, at the mechanics, at the skills, at the how. You wanna have a game you can trust. You can't just be mechanically doing your marriage. You don't wanna be mechanically doing weight loss or mechanically building your business. You want to have a game you can trust. And in order to do that, you have to build the skill of your trust. You have to get reps in belief. I know that we say this a lot, this idea of trusting over training or belief over the how, it can sound kind of magical, like, like that movie, The Secret or, or The Law of Attraction. It's not. It's not magic. It makes a lot of sense. Listen again to what he says right here. Under pressure, an athlete's dominant habit will emerge. An athlete who spends most of his practice time in the training mentality will generally fall into the training mentality when he least wants to. When the pressure is the greatest, he will start thinking analytically, judgmentally, and mechanically. He will not be able to trust his swing and let go. When the pressure is high, the athlete wants to be thinking, I'm ready. The athlete wants to be thinking, I deserve this. The athlete wants to be thinking this is gonna go well, and that is gonna fuel confidence. And when the athlete feels confidence, then he or she's gonna show up in this competition with innovation, with creativity, with access to the skills that their body has, with the courage to let their body go and, and just trust that it will perform in this way. And the result of all of that, the outcome in that scenario is maximum potential, it's peak performance. And so the idea here is not that it's some sort of magical law of attraction, it's that that belief, practicing the skill of that belief about the future, it leads to your maximum performance, your peak potential in the, in the present. And when you're coming forward with your peak performance in the present, that tends to lead toward outcomes that we want to keep coming. <laughs> when we choke and when we get tight and when we get scared and when we play to not lose rather than to win, that tends to lead toward outcomes we don't want to repeat. This athlete didn't attract victory magically from the depths of the universe. She showed up well in the present. And when you show up well in the present, the results tend to go your way. So what does this look like for you? What's the trusting mentality? What, what is the trusting mentality versus the training mentality look like in your specific growth journey? Do you find yourself sometimes under pressure getting caught in more of this training mindset and more of the mechanical mindset, looking for you know, the, the mechanics, the judgment, the evaluation, the, the analytics, the you know paralysis by analysis kind of a scenario, do you find yourself stepping into that? Well, just like Dr. Rotella was saying, that is simply the habit that you practice most emerging when the pressure's on. So to switch this, it's gonna take a bit of courage because like I mentioned before, there are athletes who play games assuming they've won, believing they've won. They refuse to step out in the field believing anything else except they have already won. Well, when they don't, that hurts, it stings. But what they know, what they understand is that that is the cost of peak performance. 
That's the cost of reaching their max potential. They must be in a certain mindset, a certain state of belief to perform at their best in the present. And when they perform at the best at the present, the results tend to come more often than they would if they were not at their peak performance in the present. So as you take action today, try this. Try just the simple belief, it works. It's gonna work. Whatever action it is that you're taking in whatever direction you're going, just get in that space. It's gonna work and then take the action. Now, it's gonna be difficult at first. You're not really gonna believe it and your action may not follow as if, right? Belief is acting as if. But it's reps, it's building a skill. It's not supposed to be perfect right away. Keep on building the skill and then the hope is that as you do this over and over again with the simple actions, the simple day-to-day -day actions that you have in your life, that when the day comes when you've got to take some difficult action, which life tends to like to throw away from time to time, that you'll have that skill, that you will be able to take action from belief. You'll be able to trust your game. You'll be able to believe when Jesus says, listen, I know it's going to be tough sometimes, but you can just chill out and take a deep breath because I have already overcome the world. Now, maybe I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but you get the idea. The courage to believe it works in the future is going to give you access to your peak performance in the present. As Whit and I have embarked on this journey of making our own change and helping clients do the same, one thing that we've noticed is that the change that's really worth making is usually not a one and done kind of thing that the key factor is the ability to do it daily, to be consistent, to remain steadfast. We believe this so much that we have named our company after it and we've created a program intentionally designed to build your consistency. We wanna build your consistency to trust yourself. So we called it Trust You. If you're ready to become the person that doesn't just renew your mind, but renews your mind daily, head over to steadfastlifecoaching.com and check it out.